morning, everyone. Welcome to the Morning Monitor. It is Tuesday, April 11th, and I am here with uh, the truest die, true die, <laughs> true die, Travis, oh, Travis who die, and I am your host, Josh Peterson. Yes. Along uh, with, I should have done that in a different order, but it is Tuesday, <laughs> and there's a there's a lot of a lot of good stuff in the news today. Um, Travis, before we go on, I know yes. that. Much like myself, you are a gamer. So I just yes. What what are you playing right now? Oh man. Um. So I don't have finances to just buy everything. Okay, that's in always the world. a problem. I don't. You know, can't, yeah. I can't lie to myself. How does the other half live? So, um, the game I've been playing for my since it came out. Uh, for my since it came out. Um, Overwatch. I I pretty much just pretty much just live on that game when I play. Um, Overwatch. I played Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, I cried playing Final Fantasy fifteen. They just had an expansion come out. I have not gotten that yet. So Gladys. I haven't played it yet either. But I'm, I want to. I want to. It's on my to do list. You know, I played the Chocobo Festival for a little bit. Just a minute. Did you like that? I. Um. It was kind of boring to me. Like I. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, Chocobos. They're like. Giant little chickens. Yeah. Giant little chickens. There were a lot of like cool mini games, but like once you got like past the initial novelty of it all, it was kind it was of just like okay. Yeah, because I, I just remember playing it, and then because I was at a point in the game where I wanted to keep going. I just wanted more content. More content. Okay, like, I, I get that. Because like I, I mean honestly, I just wanted the game to be longer and to cry a little less. Because I was at the point where I was like. Okay, do I want to help this lady arrange these uh, chocobo <laughs> decorations, or do I want to go and, you know, fight something? Like, exactly. It's just like, and I mean, why can't you do both? Yeah, why can't why you can't do you both? arrange? Why can't we just have everything that we want without anyone asking any questions? I mean, honestly, why? It's just life is unfair. Soon enough. It's just, Soon yeah. enough. Yeah, so besides that, I've just been playing Overwatch, you know? I, I can't I can't lie, I like very much love, love that game. Okay. I, I haven't played it. I, I haven't played it. What have you been up to? I've, I've been playing Mass Effect a lot. Like, I just... I, I love the game, and I just... I hate it so much. I, no, I don't hate that I love the game. I hate the game, but I hate that I also love playing it, I guess, because I have, I have this OCD when it comes to video games, and I just want to keep on, like playing more and more like anytime there's like a, a new quest pops up i'm like ooh, i gotta do that like that's why i hate assassin's creed games because i have to go literally all <laughs> over the map but with this one like the the planets you go to are literally like the size of, an, of a video game like uh, a smaller its own video game it's, yeah like a video game that Jeez. we would play when we were kids like this is the size of it and it's like you land on these planets Jeez. and you can almost explore the entire planet and it's just like who has time for that? Like, I, I'm, I think I'm on the last mission. I think I'm, like, about to do it because there's sounds like there's about to be a confrontation. And then I got to this point yesterday, and I was like, oh, finally making progress. And then, boom, I'm hit with, like, 50 side quests at once, like, just Man. popping up in my inventory. And I'm like, I know I need to do the loyalty missions, but at the same time, like, I just, I'm, what am, I'm at, like... I think 40 something hours devoted into the game right now. And you got it like and yesterday. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just I played it all in one sitting. I don't I don't have a life beyond uh, video games and you know this this type of thing. Um all right, shall we Yeah, let's do shall this. Shall we bust let's into the started. news? All right. 
All right, so our first article comes from IGN, and it's written by Alex Osborne. Uh, it revol- it's called Marvel Comics Response to X-Men Gold Art Controversy. And so if you've been paying attention to this story, it was a... Uh, there's something this the guy who uh, who colored or paint made this cover is a uh, he put some things that are uh, I guess anti-christian and anti-jew inside of the, these comic books and he uh, there's been a, a big thing and for some reason I mean it's been a big thing among comic book fans but like uh, as far as like you know it, when, when when a Christian you know a Christian does something in the news and it's uh, it's Def- I don't know defamatory or whatever you want to say insulting to someone else yeah it just gets circulated through every media system there is but this has kind of gone under the radar just because it's against it's against Christianity, Christianity. but people are still offended by it yeah and who is calling me right now alright we will have to call you back <laughs> um but yeah so uh here, here's our story uh artist Ardian uh, Syoff made a post on his Facebook addressing the controversy surrounding the hidden messages he drew into X-Men Gold number one. He said this, My career is now over, he wrote in the post, along with an attempt to clarify his intentions for including the messages, explaining that they stand for justice and love. How, how do you... How do you put something that's hateful and it's but it's somehow it's that's, justice and love but it's hateful? You know, a modern 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 man has this tendency to just put all these social issues into a blender and turn it on and just go. And, oh, it's it, love. It doesn't. Yeah, it's love. This this oozy black liquid is love. Ew. Um, okay, he goes on to say. Uh, however, the passages are about exclusion, a sentiment that runs opposite to the core of X Men. Reads full statement. Hello, worlds. My career is now over. It is a consequence of what I did. I take it. Please, no more mockery, debate, no more hate. I hope all in peace. I hope. Sorry, he misspelled a lot here. Uh, in in this last chance, I want to tell you the true meaning of the numbers two hundred twelve and QS five fifty one. It is the number of justice. It is the number of love. My love to holy to the holy Quran. My love to the last prophet, the messenger. My love to Allah, the one God. My apologies for all the noise. Goodbye. May God bless you all. I love you, Ardian and Sayaf. Um, you know, so is like religion wars. I I think I, I don't know. With, it's without like a, it's like a new TV show. Yeah, without religion getting wars. without getting too far into all of this, uh, everything behind this, we'll uh, you know we'll just let that let that stew in your minds for a little bit. You guys can make your own assumptions on that. Because that uh, has the potential to be a nightmare for us. Yeah, so, yeah, true. All right. Our next article Ooh. comes from IGN and is written by Jonathan Dornbush. Uh, Star Wars announcement teased for tomorrow, which was yesterday. So I guess it's supposed to come out today. Uh, Good Morning America is teasing a big announcement <clears throat> tomorrow in honor of the Star Wars 40th anniversary celebration. Ooh. A tweet from ABC Morning Show from the ABC Morning Show promises that tomorrow Luke Skywalker and Rey together with the Star Wars announcement 40 years I'm sorry in the wait, making in the making. The announcement comes just days ahead of Star Wars celebration which will kick off a 40th anniversary panel. Check out everything we expect to see blah blah blah. Um <clears throat> all right so what do you think this is? That that's happening today? today? It's supposed to be happening today but so far, I've you know I've been on the internet a lot this morning, and I have not seen anything yet. Man, 
What do I don't mean? know. What do you think is the 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 rumor? Not rumor. I guess the <laughs> speculation <laughs> is that it's going to be a trailer for Star Wars: The Last Ooh, Jedi. Ooh, that'd be nice. But we're still what? It's April. It's like December when it comes out, right? Yeah, we're we're <laughs> five months or so away from. It could, December. It, but that's a big hype. It, it could. I mean, but it's I mean, Star Wars. Yeah, but it just seems like, or is this going to be like they're going to show the trailer to the people who are actually attending In- this? Uh, 40th anniversary panel. Maybe it'll be an announcement that Luke is going to be in the movie more than a minute long. Yeah, do we really want to see Luke that long, though? I want closure for his story, but... <laughs> I mean, I watched a video, and he had... He was he was on stage answering questions, and he actually had no idea that he was only in the film that short. Mm. He's like, yeah, you know, I they made me lose weight, and I, like... <laughs> He's like he trained and like lost all this weight for this show, the the movie, and then he gets there and he reads the script and he's like, oh, I think I'm gonna come into this scene. He thought so. He said that he thought he was coming into the movie right when um in the forest when the lightsaber was grabbed. Yeah. He thought he saw it moving and he thought he was the one that grabbed it, but it was it was Ray. Spoiler, if you haven't seen it, but you should have seen it. And he goes, he goes. He goes, yeah. I was like, oh, it's a great entrance. I grabbed the lightsaber. And he's like, what? It was Ray. So he thought he was coming in like early. And then he reads it and he finds out that he was only there for like a minute. And he's like, yeah, they told me to turn around, pull my hood down and stare. <laughs> so well, I mean, I guess as far as like acting goes, that's probably the easiest. Yeah. I mean, and he got paid to do for it. it. I mean, I would love to get paid. I would, he, I would not mind. <laughs> I don't think he was very upset. It was just more of a surprise factor. So, man, I'm excited for this announcement. Anything well, that announces Star Wars. What is it, though? I, mean, I, I feel like we're getting oversaturated with Star Wars. So if it's like, hey, we're going to make a uh, Boba Fett movie or a Jar Jar Binks movie. Yeah. Like, I don't care that much. Like I, we need the Jar Jar Binks movie. Yeah, I just because I, I was reading something where they're saying uh, Lucasfilms or Disney or whatever has a enough Star Wars material lined up to literally fill... You know, a, a movie spot every year for the next thirty years, and it's, oh my gosh! I, at, yes. at what point? No, that's cool, but like, <laughs> at what point do they do they just say enough is enough? Like, yeah. it's it's the same thing. Like with you know, video games, you have Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, you have all these annual they're entries, and you're just like, okay, this is cool, but I'm getting kind of tired of playing it. I mean, I guess the point of enough is enough is when consumers, uh, meaning us. Stop buying it. Yeah, so... Because we're feeding it. We're feeding it. We, we are feeding it. That'll be interesting to see what so, happens in the future. Um, if people get tired. If people get tired of it. It has the potential to for people to get tired. Because I think it's better to wait, like, maybe every other year, too, to uh, see build up hype for logically, it. Logically, that makes sense. But my heart is like, yes. Yes. Yeah, it depends on where it goes and how many of these are going to be, you know, main entries. Are we going to, you know, by the time 30 years pass, are we going to run Star Wars episode 525? Yeah. Um, Okay, but. Yeah. On to the next one. Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. In case you didn't know, this is the uh, Morning Monitor with Humanican Media where we teach you, not teach you, we tell you all the news we think you need to know revolving around tech and nerd stuff. Um,. Our next article comes from uh, Polygon, and it is by Allegra Frank. 
this one's I'm gonna paraphrase this one. It's a little, little bit long. Uh, rare, is, rare is the game that comes to both handheld and home console. Nintendo Switch games, notwithstanding, but Dragon Quest XI out on July 29th in Japan is one of those rare games. Not only will it launch on both PlayStation 4 and Nintendo 3DS, but Square Onyx is making it so the fans of the series don't even have to choose which version to buy on launch day. You know why that is? No. Because a bundle that includes the PS4 and 3DS editions of Dragon Quest XI will be exclusively sold at just a handful of retailers in Japan, retailing for $135. So... Wait, what? <laughs> you can buy both versions of the game for $135 in one package. Which is weird because they, I mean, they've... They're the only people I think who have done this before. Like when they bundled all the old Final Fantasy games, they had it was oh, like yeah. a Final Fantasy anniversary pack, and it was this big, big old box, and it had you know the original games on like PlayStation, Nintendo, uh, Nintendo 3DS or whatever. Uh, it, it just it had everything across all systems, basically everything yeah. they ever did. And um, so this is, I mean, it's not weird, but it's like you know you need to pick. I don't know why they would release it on two different consoles, but especially... Would, would you have to buy the bundle? You when, can't... You, no, you can buy okay, it separately. Sorry, was, but what? It's, um... I don't have $135. That's, yeah. That's why. And plus it's, it's Dragon Quest Eleven, so I mean... <laughs> I, I, I haven't played a Dragon Quest game in a long time, but... I just have too many other games I want to play. Um, <clears throat> that meaning he just has Mass Effect and it's Mass so Effect big. And it's gonna it feels like it's a bunch of different I, games. I will literally, like, <clears throat> you'll probably catch me next year and I'll still be playing Mass Effect. Just one more side quest. Um, let me ask you this, though. Would you have preferred... Say say, say you were interested in this game. Okay. Would you have preferred to have it come out on... And you're a PlayStation person, Sony person. Yeah. Would you have preferred for it to come out on Vita instead of 3DS? Um, I mean, I, as a PlayStation person, that makes more sense. Yeah. Since Vita is from the PlayStation grouping, um, 3DS is kind of random. And I haven't personally had a DS since, like, the first one. Yeah. Like, I never had the the Nintendo DS Slim. That was, like, that was, like right at, that was the last one, like... The one I had was before that. What was the one that had the flip screen? What That's that? what I had. I had the flip okay. screen DS. Was that a 3DS? No, they made it again, but then you could like switch this little dial up and down that oh, made it okay. actually 3D or like a pure 3D. Um, yeah, but I never bothered uh, going above that because I was like, this is starting to cost a little too much, you know. Um, so I would say personally the Vita, but I have many, many friends that are playing on 3DS, and that's where my my wanting to get games on 3ds would be because you can okay. play it with them if it's if it's a game like that because i kind of see what they're doing here with they want you to be able to play it on console and a handheld and, handheld. and this kind of going in the yeah. wake of uh nintendo switch you know being able to play both handhelds. both but the thing is like it's kind of pointless in a way because you can't wherever you are in the game on playstation you can't play it on the 3DS. on 3ds it's a separate game it's a completely separate game yeah. so i see what they're doing and i while i appreciate the uh the gesture you'd have to have two profiles for that yeah it's just it's the same <laughs> thing with uh borderlands on playstation and vita you can't they didn't carry over any of your saves uh, from the other game so it's just you know it is what which it is. is good and bad depending on who you are 
<laughs> they should let you at least transfer your character if you wanted or, to. And I know it that should, it should be an option. Yeah, and I know that Vita is a dying thing, anyways. But I, I, I mean, I still like it. They still sell it. It's. I think uh, Nintendo, Sony will eventually try to get back into the handheld market. Yeah. Uh, they they just they stopped. <clears throat> I mean, I had the PSP for a little. Oh yeah, PSP was fun. It had some some games that I enjoyed, but there was a lot that I was like, man, these are in progress still. In I would progress, say. you know, like Cry- Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII. I did like that game. Yeah. And what what else? I had Midnight Club Racing. <laughs> I had a uh, Kingdom Hearts, um, Birth by Sleep. Okay. That one was. I mean. I love Kingdom Hearts, but man, they make it for every console, every every console that's out there, handheld. And I'm like, dude, I can't buy all of these to play one game. Like, yeah. I don't have funds for that. And I'll dial sound to that for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, but I was man, I've always wanted to play like all of them, but I'm just I can't do it, and it it, it hurts. See, with, with Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> it's weird because they're finally re- releasing these all on PlayStation Four, and I just got a PlayStation Four, so. I want to go out and I want to buy like the it's, there's like two packs one has like a one and two and then two point five or there's whatever. so many points there's so I get many. confused and like I, I want to go out and play them before Kingdom Hearts three comes out but I just I, I feel like what is the point though like what yeah what am I gonna do when you can go on YouTube and watch when a I go recap on YouTube video and watch it and I've just I've heard different <laughs> things like the writer of Kingdom Hearts is one of those people who just like makes up random junk just to make his storylines make sense mm. it's it doesn't really like serve a purpose besides making it making it cohesive i guess uh, but i mean i played the first one the second one birth by sleep and 365 days over two over two days or whatever for the ds um how and- long do they take to play depends how dedicated you are do you want to do everything do you want to get as much xp as you can do you want to find all the treasure tests on every place you go like you can find the 101 dalmatians so what i mean what's, what's the ballpark of hours we're looking at dude for, i don't even know for one game if you're just like it depends too because like when i played it through the first time i it took me a long time i don't remember it hours wise but like playing them again through like the second, third time, you were like, oh, I know what to do. Oh, I know what to do. Oh, Alice in Wonderland, this level mm. sucked, but now you know how to do it faster. Um, like speed running. Yeah, so I've like, it's hard for me to say what, what it takes now because now I kind of can figure out where things are, at least in the first two games. Yeah. I can, I can go, oh, I know that I don't need to do all this nonsense and run around here. I can just so, jump through the wall. So ballpark it though. Say a first time player just now playing through Doing everything? Yeah. I mean, if you're dedicated and you want to spend the time, you can you can find every treasure test and you don't go on YouTube for walkthroughs. It could take you... Uh, I want to say 50 hours. Like, no, like, that. that's like a... I mean, I guess that's standard for a game. Cause, yeah, uh, but if you're looking for everything, like, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it'd be longer. I'm not very good with my time, so it's if I'm wrong... Typical scoring. I, I could be scoring. wrong. Because I was reading somewhere <laughs> that Persona 5 <clears throat> came out a couple, a few weeks ago, and they uh, people are docking their times in at 120 hours, oh. and that's really just for playing through the, the, story. the story. Oh, man. So we're... What other game was like? The, I heard The Witcher. The Witcher. The Witcher had a lot of stuff. Mm. 
like story stuff, and then it had a bunch of side quests. I just like I'm on the fence about games with massive amounts of content in them, just because it's one of those things. Like the, your average video game player doesn't really have time to sit there and play all day, unless yeah. you know it's like a holiday or something. But or if they're like. In high school. Or they're in high school. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of us are playing just like, personally, like I play maybe three hours, two or three hours before I go to sleep at night. Yeah. And that's about right. And, uh, you know, I I just don't. So, if I were to play a game like that, it would probably take me, it could take me months to get through. That's true. So, it's just, I like the idea of having a lot of game to play. And maybe that's good if we can, if you want to go back to it. But, yeah. It's also you know, prevents you from trying a lot of the other cool games that are out there. And I guess yeah. that's kind I mean, of what the, developers want. As well as, like, something I feel that we're losing in video games is, like, the meaning of them. As yeah. far as it having, like, a, a good meaning. Uh, that's why I love Kingdom Hearts. It's, like, it's like this meaningful thing about, like, your, your destinies being tied and, like, friendship, being, your, like, bonds with people. Yeah. And um, he's, like, chasing after his friends and, like, trying to work towards, like, helping save people. Um... But you don't lose that in the fact that, oh, I have to do 8 billion side quests. And on the other hand, it's not like, oh, I'm just shooting people non, like, like you know, like I Call did, of Duty. Yeah, like, yeah. you're just running around shooting each other constantly, which, yeah, it's fun. But, like, sometimes I'll be looking and I'm like, man, I want to play a game that's, like, has a good story. We had, what, Jack and Dexter, uh, Ratchet and Clank. These are old PlayStation games that, that they had, and they, had, they, they have some sort of a, a pretty solid storyline, you know, and it's just, like, good... Like, fun. It, it was like family fun. That's like the old, like, Spyro the Dragon. And yeah. Dragon. You could play those through those in like 18, 10, 18 hours. Yeah, they don't take that long. Like, go through and get all the gems or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's a bag of mixed nuts, I guess. Yeah. Depending on... Gaming. Gaming. Um, our, our next story comes from, also comes from Polygon, and is by Julia Alexander. And it, uh, it's, this is interesting to me because there's been a lot of controversy surrounding YouTube personality, YouTube internet personalities lately. Yes, um, yes. PewDiePie vows to go family friendly as he suffers major advertisement loss. And for those of you who, I mean, if you've been hiding under a rock and you don't know what's going on with PewDiePie, he made some decisions recently about a, on a video he was putting out there. Uh, some people, he, there's a company that you can pay, you say, you, you say, or it's like five, but you say, I'm going to give you $5 and you go online film or you film this and upload it and, uh, you know, I'll pay you money. So he had, he's just kind of trying to prove how ridiculous the whole thing is. So he had some people in India, I think, uh, go out on camera or write or write, make a sign and say death to death to all Jews, which wasn't exactly like, uh, yeah, it was stupid. He should it was, have said it. It, it was, it was pretty, pretty stupid. Dumb. He should yeah. have known what was going to happen. But I mean, at the same time, what, what did you think? He was trying <laughs> to prove a point that you could let, you could say you know, anything. People will literally do anything for money. So yeah. it, was, it was one of those things. I get what he's going after, but he shouldn't have said he it. He went about it wrong. Kind of stupid. Um, all right. So here's the article. PewDiePie is taking on YouTube's new advertisement policy in a new satirical video. That promises he's going family friendly. In a new video posted today, PewDiePie explained that since YouTube's new advertisement policy went into effect, more than a third of his videos have become demonetized. The only way to earn an income comparable to what he's been making on YouTube is to rework the type of content on his channel. No more swearing, no more sexual jokes, and definitely no more Hitler jokes, PewDiePie says. I wish I was joking. I'm not. It seems that YouTube has made some changes 
and about a third of my videos have become demonetized. I'm going to have to be family friendly from now on so I don't go homeless. And it goes on to say, I love money too much. To raise a point about the new rules regarding advertisement placement on the site, PewDiePie spends a majority of his video making jokes that could be constructed as inappropriate without ever going against the site's new guidelines. Figures. Uh, after making less money in one day than he did in 2013, according to the YouTube personality, the new advertisement policy is effectively forcing him to either change his tone or accept less ad deals. That being said, however, <clears throat> PewDiePie is still one of the most watched, subscribed to, and highest paid personalities on the site. Even with the new restrictions on content, he's making more than the rest of he's making more than the rest of YouTube's creators. Man, um, there's a lot here. Uh, YouTube recently decided to make it more difficult for YouTube creators to get paid after controversy over the type of content getting monetized. Big companies in Europe, North America, start pulling advertisement after learning their ads are being placed before videos promoting hateful or questionable content. PewDiePie, who in many ways has kickstarted the controversy YouTube is facing after videos containing anti-Semitic content. Blah, blah, blah. Um, all right, so th this is interesting to me in the fact that it feels kind of sensory to me, I guess. We are effectively censoring people's First Amendment right to speech, and we, you know we've had a run-in with that. Um, it's, it's one of those things, like, it's... Who decides what's inappropriate is the thing. Is there an algorithm on YouTube or do people just flag it as inappropriate? Because I know videos that weren't inappropriate have gotten flagged by people and then they've just yeah. been pulled as, oh, this is now inappropriate. Yeah, so it's like, who who decides it? Like, is it the politically correct that, you know, these... We, we have this weird standard today <laughs> on what is and isn't inappropriate. It's like... And it's dumb. It's dumb. Like, I mean... I get it. You know, maybe you're making too many inappropriate jokes or they're too inappropriate. You know, it's possible yeah. that those things happen. But, like, at the same time, like, I don't want a Carl's Jr. commercial where a burger is dropping barbecue sauce on some lady when I'm just like, yo, I just want a burger. Like, how can you deem something on YouTube inappropriate, but then you're putting this stuff all it's over like, TV? TV, like, like is filled, like, <laughs> especially the CW. Like, they, anything they put up on YouTube would probably get flagged, I'm sure. But... It's it's one like it's it's frustrating because you're you're essentially you're you're censoring our right to free speech and it's you know yeah there's some things you shouldn't say but it's one of those situations where we are being forced I, I you know are we're we're not allowed forced. to have an opinion on something yeah because if even if it's not offensive it might offend somebody, somebody else. Yes. Because everything offends somebody. somebody. Like it's just that's human nature. Like some not everyone's going to agree, but like if you it's go true. against the the grain of, I don't know, the politically correct, you kind of end up with this uh, you're just you know, you're a racist or it, 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 it could be it, anything. It, anything. It could be anything. I got someone got mad at me when I was in high school because I smiled too much. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, as I smiled. It's, everything's misconstrued. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, what, everyone's like, opinions are so different. You don't like someone smiling at you? I mean, don't tell someone to hold a sign up that says what that said. Death to all Jews, You know, but... that's not the wisest decision. But, like, also don't... Especially if a video's already been there, and it's like, now it's deemed as that because of something going on. It's like, that's just, I don't know. It's a weird one. The, I mean, the moment you start 
to censor what people are saying is the moment that you know we you should be scared about what's gonna happen <laughs> what's there. gonna happen yeah. in the future all right let's move on um yeah sorry we're on that one for a while uh yeah, we can edit our next story comes from also comes from Polygon because they're doing pretty awesome today with their articles. Uh, it's written by Allegra Frank, and it's Ghost in the Shell, beloved in Japan despite box office blowout in the West. Okay, um, Hollywood's version of Ghost in the Shell is unlikely to turn a profit after low box office returns and scathing reviews in the West, but in Japan, where the film just opened. This weekend, the live-action remake of the classic 1995 anime has found popularity with local audiences. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Yahoo's Jap- Japan's movie review site lists the film at a decent 3.56 user rating. I don't know what that would compare to on like Rotten Tomatoes. Higher than that of the original anime, The Hollywood Reporter also spoke okay. to local moviegoers who mostly had positive things to say about the Ghost in the Shell remake. Praise went to the visual, Scarlett Johansson's performance, etc., etc., uh, one comment in particular stood out, however, THR spoke to a fan identified as Yuki who thought that the film was better off with a white woman in the lead role instead of a Japanese one as intended. She says this, I hear I heard people in the U.S. wanted an Asian actress to play her, Yuki told THR. Would that be okay if she's Asian or Asian-American? Honestly, that would be worse. Someone from another Asian country pretending to be Japanese. Better just to make the character white. Okay, so if you've been following the debate over this, there's this huge thing in Hollywood right now called... They're calling it whitewashing, where they get uh, white people to play characters that they either originally was intended for some and someone of a certain ethnicity, or it was uh, a white character. In the case of the Iron Fist, it it was written for a white person, but they thought that because it was the Iron Fist rolling on martial arts, that uh, it should not be. It should have been played by an Asian person. And this is interesting because. I've been having this conversation with a lot of people like, okay, yeah, it was weird to have two. I like the movie personally, Ghost in the Shell. Um, I haven't seen it yet. It was pretty good. Did you see the anime? I haven't seen it yet. Travis, you gotta watch the anime. <laughs> All right. Well, somebody make this man watch the anime. Hey, wait. Before we move on in, in this same section, it said um, that the movie did better than the original anime. And reason being, I would say, is probably because they put Scarlett Johansson in this the whatever so there you go thing. hollywood it i mean worked. it worked it you it worked it worked you can look at the the, the numbers and it worked so let's, let's look at it this way though okay so <laughs> all these people who are complaining about whitewashing whatever like this is this movie was i know they're trying to get to branch out but like originally it was hyped by a very small percentage of people who like anime like, yeah like me you um you know, it's, it's a very small market they're going to. And I see they're trying to, like, they spent a lot of money on it. It was some high number that I, I don't have access to right now. Um, <laughs> but they, then all this thing, all this stuff came out by it's talking about whitewashing, how Scott Johansson shouldn't have played it, played that part, should have gone to a Japanese person, or not Japanese, but an Asian person. And this is where I, I get into a lot of arguments with people because I've spoken on this on a lot of podcasts uh, regarding this topic. Um, First of all, there aren't really. Can you name me one Asian actor that can in re, in modern time or recent years that could carry a film with a budget of this size? More specifically, Japanese female Japanese. Yeah, more specifically, female Japanese. I barely know any actors and actresses, so that yeah, doesn't exactly. Yeah, I, I can't. But I mean, like you know, <laughs> you used to have like someone like Lucy Liu, or that's really all I can name right now because I just can't think of any. So this is. 
it's, it's funny because Hollywood is like the more, I don't know, leans more towards these types of issues and yeah. they're the ones who keep doing something like this. Yeah. But this is an I mean, as far as the high-end actors and actresses go, yeah, I, I, I do see what you're saying. There's not a whole lot there. Not, yeah. And so maybe Hollywood needs to stop typecasting people. They need yeah. to stop casting maybe they... Middle Easterners as terrorists and you stop, you know, casting yeah. Russians as villains. It's just... Just you know, kind we, of figure we've gotten out. so used to this. Uh, but I mean, that's just that's just here, though. Those are yeah. Uh, that, Russian villains. Is that's just, just here. Probably just America. The whole like yeah, <laughs> we're you know we're still living in the Cold War, but the whole idea of whitewashing is a non-issue to me because I think that the people who are doing it are the ones responsible. Us complaining about it is not going to do anything. anything. It doesn't accomplish anything. All. And even this, like they said, it would be more offensive for someone who wasn't, wasn't Japanese yeah, to play the part. Course, so of course. You know, it's it's. <laughs> I had like th- this brings up the same thing. Um, even in the the movie Moana, I I I, I had work on in, at my house, and the people working there were from uh, some islands. I forgot the place, but it wasn't like Hawaii or some or Samoan islands. It was like I don't know wherever it was. It was the island that gets the first light of day. So the sunrise there is the first hour of like the day. Um, but they were telling me they were kind of offended, be- not offended, but they were confused throughout the movie. Um, because it never really specified, oh, this is Hawaii or this is Samoa Islands or like... They didn't, they never really did specify. And they said that the, the way they spoke, sometimes it sounded like how they speak, but sometimes it was how other people speak. And like me being not from Hawaii or any other islands, I yeah. never thought about that. Most people never thought about that. And I mean, I'm sure Disney put some things into it to try to like compensate for like different places. Um, but I thought it was just interesting. But then again, it's like, you know... This just brings up that same idea, like it's it's a movie. It could be offensive. Shut up and enjoy it, and if it bothers you, don't go watch it. It's really that simple. All right, um, we're before, on. We, before we get into <laughs> our last thing of the day, which is new releases, I just want to let you know we have a sponsor, Always Green Synthetic Grass and Putting Greens. Yeah, you said it right. Uh, catch them in hunting. They have a outside. Catch me outside. That's they right. have a location in Huntington Beach, or you can check them out on Facebook or online at agsgrass.com. They have this. Uh, they're gra- I'm, I'm not trying to really. I'm not trying to sell them. I but I hope you do check them out. They have uh, their fake grass. Uh, they do landscaping with it, so when they put it over, it's not just like a flat putting green. Oh no. They pack stuff underneath it to give it that curve that a natural lawn has. Oh yeah. And. Um, and I mean, who you doesn't know, want a natural curved lawn? Yeah, you don't have to water it. You don't. You event every once in a while, you have to spray the edges for weeds. But that's just it. it literally, like it's it minimal. might look expensive, but it pays for itself after you know so you many. Know, it really does. So, you know, the natural curve. If it rains, you know, you have that that drainage system on and, it. And this is really nice looking grass. It looks real, and it's not like the astroturf from the Brady Bunch. It's good. So please check them out. Uh, let them know that you heard about them on the morning monitor with Humanican Media. Um, Alright, in case you didn't know or you're tuning into this late, which I don't know why you would because you're on YouTube and you just press pause, but uh, we this is the morning monitor with Humanican Media. I'm Josh, this is Travis. Hello. We're about to get into new releases for today. Yes, sir. Travis, would you do us the honors? What do we got going on in Blu-ray or All right. movies? Blu-ray movies. You ready? There's two, okay? We have this new one. It's called Monster Trucks. Alright? It's not your typical monster trucks like, you know, Gravedigger, throwback. Okay. Um, there's monsters 
Inside the trucks. In the trucks, guys. Inside of the trucks. Um, I've not yet watched it. I've seen the trailer a bunch of times. A bunch of times. Um, It looks... So, I mean, hey, probably not the best movie in the world, but it looks like it's going to be, like, entertaining. If you just want to watch a movie that has not too much stress to where you're freaking out, something's going to scare you, or, you know, I think Monster Trucks is the way to go. Um, the other one, guys, Hidden Figures. I have not seen this movie. I have seen good reviews about this I've movie. I've heard great things and I've heard, about this. Yes. I do actually want to see it. Like I do. I just, you know, I, I don't want to... It's one of those movies, like, I, I have to be in certain moods for certain types of movies. It's true. Like, it's a movie true. like this, I, I have to, like, I have to be in a really, like, deep thinking mode to sit yeah, down and you have watch to, it. You know, you have to be ready, because I'm sure there's some things brought up in that movie where you're just like, oh. Like, or things you never thought about, even. Um, but Hidden Figures, guys. So, Monster Trucks, Hidden Figures... And go ahead. What's next? Um, and if you tune in next week, we will actually have copies of all the new releases, and we will be giving it away to anybody who subscribes to our YouTube page. So subscribe. if you uh, subscribe to our YouTube page and send us an email at humanicanmedia at gmail.com and just let us know that you did, and uh, we will enter you in, or let, and let us know what your name is, and we will enter you in a drawing to win these new releases. Is it going to be movies, video games? We don't know, but... Uh, your name and your YouTube your name, name and your YouTube name. So we know who actually subscribed. And we will check. And we will check. You. Um, we don't do anything in life. Except game. stay on the internet and, yeah, and game. That's pretty, I mean, pretty much it. What yeah. else is there to life than that, Travis? Well, I like music. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, okay, <laughs> on PS4 and Xbox, we have Ukulele, which was the thing that JonTron got uh, kicked off of. Oh, he said something about that? No, but he said some things that were offensive on YouTube. Actually, they were offensive. But, so I don't know why I did the quotations. <laughs> offensive, uh, but they actually were. So this is but, like, yeah, he was originally supposed to do a voiceover for Ukulele, and uh, they kicked him off because of his comments on YouTube. Whoa. Too much controversy. Uh, but yeah, it's like a Banjo-Kazooie type game, if you're Ooh. into that. Uh, Those are fun. It's in, yeah, it's, it's kind of... I don't know how long this game is. I don't know much. I haven't seen much about it. It's on PS4 and Xbox. PS4 and Xbox. So check it out. Also, we have Arrow, which Chad played and he talked about yesterday. Not this kind. Um, it's like a rhythm, like a rhythm game, like Guitar Hero, but it's also a shooter. So you match. So I guess you like you fly along this bass line yeah. and you shoot things at the same time. And then time. there's like this main chorus part that like you swirl around. There's like techno dubstep stuff. And it's real songs that you're playing. So like, like how Guitar... Hero had real songs. Rock Band had real songs. It's real songs that you're playing to that like um, DJs make, I suppose. DJs, I don't know. DJs do things. They make music. They make music yeah. sometimes, or they make other people's music into different different music. things, different yeah. musics with wubs. Wub 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 wub. Oh right. yeah, so you follow along the lines, and then it gets harder where you're doing that, and you have to shoot the enemies. Um, watch the Mondays. Show, I believe, right? And Chad talks about it. Chad got it a hands-on... Monday? No. no. Wednesday. 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 I don't know. It's on one of the shows. Just watch Chad. Watch one of the shows. Chad, Chad talks we'll, about we'll it We'll put a separate review up for it. Chad got to, some hands-on. He got to play it before it came out, and he, he was digging it. Chad's a... Uh, mild. People. He's, He's a, a mild, mild gamer. gamer. But uh, if he liked it, then, then hey, uh, check it out. It's made by Mad Fellow Studio, I think. Yes. 
And we um, said happy cow something. Happy cows, but yeah, it's that not was a, happy cow. That was a chore getting to that point. Okay, so um, you know, this has been a, another episode of the Morning Monitor with Humanican Media. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, you know, we don't have a website up yet, but yet. we're working on hey, it. Hey, we need subscribers we for uh, some cool. We coolness. do need subscribers for we would like to have that vanity URL so you just go into oh, yeah. YouTube. Make it so much easier. YouTube.com slash humanican media and you'll just pop up on it just all of our content. Cool. Um, yeah, but thanks for tuning in and we you can catch us every day. We try to have we'll try to have the video up by one or two one, twelve or one each day. Um, depending on where you are in the country, I guess. Uh, oh yeah. And you can tune in daily Monday through Friday and uh, thanks a lot. All right guys, have a good day. All right. To us people that can feel things, it, it, uh, it hurts.